Welcome to another episode. Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights here with Tim Getch. We're going to talk about uh, ComC and the experience there. I'm more on an advanced seller. I don't know that I'm a huge volume seller, but I'm but I'm actually I'm, I'm not one of the smaller accounts there, but I'm talking to the to the to the, uh, the to the founder and the person that makes it all happen. So we're going to go back and forth about how we can optimize the selling experience at ComC. And uh, but first, I have other sponsors besides ComC: Tops Panini and Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC obviously, and Beckett Media and all those related entities. So, Tim, you sell on ComC. Mm-hmm. You say you started ComC kind of because you thought a service like what you created mm-hmm. would have been good for not just you but for mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. I've benefited from it, mm-hmm. but. What do you want to share with us about some some of the how you optimize your experience? Yeah. And again, I I think we're talking about all above yeah. board stuff, yeah. not any yeah. sneaky stuff. But um, you know that you're you've uh, made offers to me, which I've generally accepted for <laughs> cards that Earl Hershiser cards yeah. you wanted. So, yeah, I have a few different scenarios that I use ComC for as a seller. I literally started ComC with an account which is now low price cards. Uh, the original website was lowpricecards.com. I was buying cards off eBay and I had a historical record of exactly what I paid from all the eBay sales data. Mm-hmm. And then I would list them on my website, which became the first account, uh, on ComC. And, uh, so I have that scenario of just buying off eBay, buying in bulk scenarios, figuring out how to optimize buying, keeping meticulous records of what I bought it for, and then just seeing how much I could sell it for. And that was actually, uh, the first time in my life that I actually made money. <laughs> and I, you could, you could document. Yeah, I, I actually too. bought the cards for. Did I that take I, the fun out of it for you or did that add no, to the fun? No, it, it, I mean, that was what, that was like the holy grail. That was what I was trying yeah. to do. That was why I collected as a kid. Okay. I was looking for, I, I had all these friends that were making money or saying they were making money and I would keep records of how much I paid for stuff. And then I was just never able to get a big enough audience to sell it to, actually make money. Mm. So with um, low price cards, I think I spent about 30 grand on eBay auctions over a few year period. And then I well, took all that and put it into the com- into what, that. What do you mean by bulk? Uh, bulk? Are you talking yeah. about player lots? Or are you talking it was about lots or lumps of clumps of the, multi-sport or were they so the purposeful? Niche, the niche, niche that I found on eBay was uh, sellers that were regularly listing lots. And there's one particular seller that would do about a hundred auctions, maybe 200 auctions a week, but everything was a lot. It was maybe five to a hundred cards. Typically he would go to a set and he, like a parallel, platinum, gold, whatever, some parallel. And he would have these 30 cards that are from that. And that he'd sell that as a lot. And I would randomly grouped. Yeah. Not it, team. In fact, he didn't even always put the players in the lot. He would just put the card numbers. So you had to go look up what those card numbers were in order to figure out what is a, a good price to bid on it. So he would have a lot of auctions that went relatively inexpensively. So my my thing, I wrote a bunch of code to look through all of his auctions, quickly look up all of the data for it, and then I would bid a certain percentage of book value, which was actually the Beckett value. So I, I looked up all the information in Beckett, had the price, and I would say, all right, I like basketball. I'm willing to pay 10% of book value for a random lot of 20 cards. Uh, football, not really a big fan. I'll pay... 4% of book value. And so that's how I got the inventory that went into low price cards. In fact, the, the concept of low price cards is I would put it at the low price point of, uh, Beckett. But, um, yeah, that ended up becoming the first I should, account. I should, I should be able to 
tell people when they say the low price was meaningless. <laughs> I said, no, it wasn't. But now I have a good example it is. Well, I, that's not what I mean by bulk. Mm-hmm. Now, bulk, $30,000 is bulk, mm-hmm. but it sounds like you made uh, bulk purchase, bulk small, so, small purchases. So I would bid this But guy, if it's algorithmic or somehow automated, that's different. But I've never bought that way. I've accumulated by buying much more randomly larger yeah. lots. In, in this particular case, I would bid on all, say, 200 auctions he would oh, list okay. in a week, and I would win 100 of them. Okay. No one else would okay. win more than two or three, okay. but I would win a hundred of them. And you'd combine the shipping? And I'd have to pay five bucks shipping. Okay. And then it got to a point where he, uh, the person he employed to create the listings went to start their own card shop. So he didn't have that person. So for the next year, he just sent me cards. At the, at he would the, just send me cards. I would tell him what he sent me and I would, wow. we would, I'd pay him six or 7% of book value yeah. based on what he sent me. So in that case, yeah, it was just like every, okay. he was buying collections. He would send them to me and then I would, I, I would pay him. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, I'm doing something sort of like that, except that, and you know, when I when I go to the national mm-hmm. and I go to like a table that has mm-hmm. stuff that would yeah. be like that, uh, if Rob Varis has already been there, he and has expressed interest in buying the whole table, yeah. I said, well, Rob, can I take a peek? Or yeah. he said, yeah, buy as many as you want. I'm gonna, I'm going to take whatever's left, mm-hmm. and basically he's used me to his advantage, mm-hmm. to where when I've bought a few things off the top, yeah. he crushes the price for mm-hmm. the guy who says. That guy that just left, Jerry Thorpe, all this good stuff. And so I want an additional deep discount. And he almost always wins. So he's he, he's laughing all the way to the bank. But that's to me, that's bulk. Yeah. And so what I've done is I don't, I don't really want to buy cards. I don't want to buy bulk that I can't transact right. unless I tend to keep them because they're a player that I want to, mm-hmm. that I want to build on. So mm-hmm. it sounds like you've, are you more that way now? Or are you too busy to do that? Um, I, I have a few other scenarios that I try, but uh, that I, I don't really do that scenario more, even though that's but probably you, very successful. It, even so, did you at that point have a floor that if you bought these cards mm-hmm. and you got these 30 mm-hmm. gold medallions yep. or whatever yep. they are, and uh, out of the 30, 20 of them, are not on Com C and the other ten are, but maybe those ten are on Com C yeah. at a very low price. Yeah. So what did you do? I mean, I didn't have to deal with that because I was the first one on Com C. So, <laughs> so wait a minute, let me get this straight. You're 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 um you're the you didn't pay thirty cents. Uh, you didn't pay a penny a month. Factoring in all of our fees, you probably paid ac- far more than that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> factoring in all of our fees, that account yeah did make money. Uh, so storage fees, yeah. processing fees, that account would, would come out positive. It did get the advantage yeah. of being on Comp C early yeah. and not having the competition. Right. Uh, so the strategy is definitely going to be different than it was when I gotcha. first started. And so personally, my scenarios, I will dig through boxes and find things, but it's not, I'm not buying things in bulk. Usually I'll go through someone's it dollar box. It takes a lot of time. It takes a it, lot of time. It does. That I only do for fun. That I'm doing because I'm looking for players that I enjoy watching and I'll buy five of their rookie cards and sell off several of them yeah. rather than looking at it as a way to make money. I'm looking at it as a way to tangibly touch the cards, hunt through things, enjoy collecting. Okay. Okay. Well, just mm-hmm. so we're full disclosure here, I'm, I'm actually gamifying it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I don't think I'm doing it for the money. I'm doing it for the, and it's not even the thrill. It's just the game. Yeah. You know, if I look through some cards, I want to, I don't want to just go to a museum and look through cards and look at the cards. I want to, if I look at a hundred cards, I'd like to buy a few, but which few? And I I need to be able to know when you see it, you've got to say, yeah, this um, strike, I'm I'm Mm -hmm. going for it. Mm -hmm. And I, and so my gamification is, am I not just, am I right more often than I'm wrong, but I need to be right a lot more than I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. but to occasionally miss 
is part of the deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my challenge to you is what do I do with these cards that I can't sell on City? <laughs> They're still good cards. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a, a great question. Right now, I've thought... Because I have lots. It's groups. It's groups. And I guess eBay is probably a, a good choice. But mm-hmm. you know, you're scanning of every card. I mean, mm-hmm. if I've got 100 Oral Hershiser cards that are that are not worth putting on Com C, but some right. one of these Oral Hershiser guys might want them. So you're they probably have scenarios where you've hunted through oh, yeah, or yeah. in the stuff, a, yeah, yeah. And then you decide then, certain things you're not going to send to Com C. What well, do you again, do we're talking about being an yeah. advanced. If you have 100 Oral Hershiser yeah. cards and you're thinking about putting them on Com C, it doesn't take very long to see if they're on Com C yeah, yeah. because you don't have to type in Oral right, Hershiser right, every right. time. You just yeah. You can see all the Oral Hershiser cards that are there. And you probably have some slick way to know exactly. But for me, even if I'm looking at a kind of the matrix of them, yep. I can I can see. But yeah, somebody else would be able to but you know, scanning them is 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 laborious. Yeah, there's definitely items that are not worth putting through our services. Right. Uh, and I some things right now there may not be a cost effective way to get them in the hands of someone that actually wants them. Uh, maybe we'll have something in the future. Maybe some other company will come up with an interesting idea. Um, I appreciate you yeah. not overpromising. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I know you won't underdeliver, but it's it's. Uh, no, I think it's a challenge, yeah. and it's an ongoing challenge. Mm-hmm. I made a, a huge mistake. You know, I'm I'm not. Uh, my goal is to not make very many mistakes, mm-hmm. not make any mistakes <laughs> twice. But <laughs> but apparently, you know, the infallibility myth is is. Uh, I never really had much of that. But I was. Sending in a submission to Com C, yeah. and it, this had to be a few months ago. And either I was, it might have been right up the national or something. And I made a stack of cards to these are the ones to send to Com C, <laughs> and these are the ones to to give to Rich, and they got flipped. Oh, and so no. I wound up sending the bad ones to Com C, and then I just lately was yeah. going through, and I thought, there's no way <laughs> I picked this out. There are 27 copies of this on there. And it's and it's less than thirty cents. What am I going to do? Yeah. Well, I'm going to put it at twenty nine cents or something. <laughs> so everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, I won't do that again. But um, that's not the worst story like that I've heard. Someone told me about uh, several monster boxes that got oh. flipped. And uh, generally, if someone already has money in their account, if they're a regular user of the site. You, we we be like, I'm not sure why he sent these, but he must have a good reason. Because he, this guy's really, it's uh, counter-instinctual. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. He's, he's zigging when everybody else is yeah. zagging. He's going to make it up on you volume. Something Lost leader, or that I'm trying to move up the yeah. the the, uh, the leaderboards. Yeah. yeah, no, it's... But I have found that when I am when I post my cards, generally if I post all of one player, mm-hmm. it goes a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Or if you're posting all from one set. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so but a random group of cards mm-hmm. that are, that are bulked out—that's yeah. that's tricky. Yeah, that's tricky. And it—it, it, you know, I was mentioning last night about the friction. You know, the friction is somebody has a box of dollar cards. If they sent them all into Com C, they would probably lose money. Okay, you would make money, but they would lose money because there's stuff there that. But as soon as they go to think, well, okay, I'm not going to send them all, and I'm going to send half of them. Mm-hmm. Well, which half? And 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 I'm getting good at figuring out which ones can sell on yeah. Com C. Yeah. But that wouldn't, I mean, it's, I don't think it's just, you know, it's, it's, uh, I'm not unintelligent, but I also have this experience. And I can see now that um, staying with it, I've mm-hmm. been a little more consistent the last few years. And a lot of it is learning the Com C market. market. And uh, that's one of the reasons why we discourage people from sending all their items at once to us. When they first start using right. our service, uh, actually, uh, uh, James Good, I think, described an uh, excellent tactic of starting with some better cards that you know are going to sell. No, and James, ex- was, James was, a, was, a, was an excellent guest and, and was a, and, 
you know, I'm not, uh, yeah, that's, uh, but he also did say that we might, if somebody sent in stuff like that, we would kind of set it aside maybe or tell him, do you really want to do this? And I always said, no. Yeah, and, and honestly, we, we just recently changed uh, how some of our team is structured yeah. so that we're going to have more people from customer service available as we're opening the packages. So okay. right when we open a package, we're going to have some people there that we could escalate to and send off some communication like because that. we do get, uh, on a daily basis, there's things that people send that we probably aren't going to be able to provide a good service. They're just not, yeah. they're not items that are worth going through all the, the efforts that we put through. So uh, we're out of time, but I just can I have one more request yeah, yeah, yeah. as a, as a advanced seller. This is, uh, are you familiar with J.C. Penny retailing strategies mm-hmm. and the Ron Johnson thing, where mm-hmm. the, you know Penny's always had sales and all okay. that stuff? And he came and said, "We're not going to have sales. We're they were going to do it like Apple did it, you know, because he was the Apple uh, uh, retail executive." If you had sales mm-hmm. for processing fees, <laughs> so like February 29th, it's only going to happen once every four years. Uh-huh. But if you did, uh-huh. I would, I would. You would take advantage of that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, it's good to know that there's pent up demand for a sale. There's a pent up closet. (laughs) (laughs) I I saw a little bit of that. Um, Right now, especially on oversized cards. Right now, actually, I mentioned some of the changes that we've been making to how we process cards. Mm -hmm. We went through a re-engineering process where we're our goal is to make our service more scalable. Okay. As the demand continues to rise for our service. We want to be able to keep up with that. Good. And in doing so, potentially we will have opportunities to do more specials, to do, I, I'm not going to say hold your breath, but, uh, for <gasps> example, um, I, I think this year at the national will, will likely okay. do more encouraging of people to, to send a lot of items on consignment. So we'll see how it, it goes. Appreciate that. And uh, as always, a pleasure, Tim. Mm-hmm. Thanks for uh, being here. Look forward to continuing the uh, relationship and the episodes. You've got some other members of your team I want to get get uh, on board as well. Enjoyed time with James, and you've got a, you have a number of characters mm-hmm. as I did too in in uh, in my company back in the day. So it'll be fun to hear what they have to say. Mm-hmm. I doubt they'll contradict you, but uh, <laughs> probably have interesting things to say. So again, thanks for being here. Thanks, listeners. Be back again tomorrow with another episode. The man-